Today the show was uh, sponsored by uh, by uh, uh, Rabbi Ike Hennen and his wife in honor of uh, their uh, boy that uh, was born Le Mazaltov Mabruk. Um, and we have to say also Mabruk to his parents. Uh, we remember his, uh, his father and his mother that they helped in the beginning of when the yeshiva was established. And uh, Rabbi Ike's uh, father, he came and he spoke with the boys. It was so nice what he said. He was a role model how to behave, how a, a, a Ben Torah has to behave wherever he is. So Mabruk again to the Hennen family. <clears throat> and this uh, year, Erev, Shab Erev Shabbat Kodesh Parashat uh, Mitzavim Vayelech, Erev Rosh Hashanah Tafshin Teibet. Since a lot of our boys are going into business, so it was said already, Tafshin Teibet is an abbreviation of the words Tehe, Shnat, Parnasa, Beshefa. <coughs> in the our parasha, <coughs> it is written in Perek Lamed. For this commandment that I command you today, it is not hidden from you and it is not distant. It is not heaven, etc. Which mitzvah the Pasuk meant here? Pasuk didn't reveal which mitzvah we are talking about. So there is a machloket between the Mepharshim. Rashi and other Mepharshim explains that the mitzvah is the Torah. It's the whole Torah is not hidden and it's not distant. Every man can uh, fulfill the Torah. The Ramban argues, and he says that the mitzvah is a specific mitzvah, not the whole mitzvot of the Torah, like Rashi and Adam Mepharshim. Which mitzvah is talking about? Says the Ramban, this is the mitzvah of Teshuvah, which is written in the beginning of the Perek, Pasuk Bet. Veshavta ad Hashem elokecha. The mitzvah is mitzvah teshuvah. And the question which comes up is, why, according, if we are talking about the Torah, I can understand why the Torah has to say, it's not far, 
uh, you, you, you can reach the Torah. But if you're talking about one specific mitzvah, why you have to say it? Explains the clear card. There is here something in mitzvah teshuvah that a person might have think he wouldn't be able to fulfill it. Because the Gemara says in Mesechet Yuma, what is considered a Baal Teshuvah, a person that sinned in a certain place with a certain thing, and it came to him the same opportunity to do again the sin, he, over, he overcame his Yetzer Hara and didn't sin. This is about Teshuvah. The same circumstances that was when he sinned, the same one has to be when he is uh, over, when it comes again and he overcomes his sin. He doesn't sin. According to this, a person might say, how can I do Teshuvah? Who says that it will come to me the same situation again? I will be in the same country, in the same city, in the same place, with the same people. <laughs> it's very far. Therefore, can the Torah said to you, said to the man, the sinner, don't worry. The mitzvah is beficha ubilvavchalasoto. You can make, you can say vidui, you can think about teshuvah, and it's enough. What the Gemara said that you have to, it has to be in the same circumstances, this is an extra thing. But the main mitzvah of teshuvah was fulfilled already. The main mitzvah that we have on Rosh Hashanah is blowing the shofar. We have the Mishnah, the Gemara says in Mesechet uh, Rosh Hashanah on Daf Kafrav, the Gemara says that two shapes Shofar is being made. There is a shofar that is bent, as our majority of shofarot, and there, are, there is a shofar that is straight like a pipe. Nowadays, we don't see such a shofar, because the halacha is that on Rosh, for Rosh Hashanah, we need only a bent shofar, or a curved Shofar. The Gemara wants to understand what is the, uh, so some, uh, one opinion says that the Shofar for Rosh Hashanah has to be straight. The other one says, no, it has to be curved. What is the idea behind this argument? Explains the Gemara that on Rosh Hashanah, the more that the person is bent, bends 
his soul, his mind to Bore Olam, the better. And the other opinion says, the more that the person is strengthened, his mind to Bore Olam is the better. What does it mean? The one who says, the more you bend yourself, your soul to Bore Olam is the better means he submit himself for the mitzvah, for the mitzvot, for Bore Olam. He does things without understanding. Why I'm doing it, Bore Olam said, without understanding. Other opinion says, no, it's better to fulfill the mitzvot with all your mind, understanding, digging in the mitzvah and understand everything that you do. But still it's not understanding, understandable. What this has to do with the shofar? What the mind of a person has to do with shofar? Therefore came the rashash. Rashash is mentioned at the end of the, of the Gemara. And he says, we don't talk, we are, we are not talking about uh, uh, straight or bending the, the, the mind of the person. We are talking about the body of the person. The, uh, one says that you have to bend yourself on Rosh The other one says you have to be straight on Rosh Hashanah. What this has to do with, again, with Shofar? Here comes Rashi, and he added something. According to Arab Desol, also mentioned at the end of the Gemara, and he says that we find in the Gemara Mesechet Yevamot how a person will stand Amida. Two ways. One says a person should, should stand Amida while his body is bent down. The head is bent down. Other one says no. Another opinion says no. You have to stand straight. And the eyes goes up to heaven when you stand Amida. And we have, you can see in the in shuls, two kinds of uh, people. Some people, they are, their head is bent down. Other people, their head is up to heaven. Again, so we see from here, Rashi, what did he do? He combined the shofar with the body of a person. He compared them one to the other. And he writes, Rashi, in Davkafvav, in the Seret Rosh Hashanah, the more a man bends his body, the better, like a shofar, that is bent because the shofar is for praying. The same idea is being said by Tosfot. So we got here through Rashi a chidush that the shofar, the blowing of a shofar is also a kind of praying to Bore Olam. 
according to this, what Rashi said, we will be able to understand some words in the prayer. At the end of the bracha, we are saying, Ki ata shomea kol shofar umaazin teruah. You hear the blow of shofar and you are listening to the teruah. Ve'ein domelach. No one is like you. Baruch ata Hashem shomea kol teruat amo Yisrael berachamim. Two, four words here, bothers. What does it mean, ve'en domelach? No one is like you. No one is like you. What? The first the, the, the bracha, you are saying, shomea kol shofar, umaazin teruah. You, you, you hear and you're listening for the teruah. And no one is like you to hear? Everyone hears the shofar in the shul. Well, people in the street also can hear the blowing of shofar in the shul. So why, what, what does it mean Bore Olam hears? Only he, and no one is like him. The answer is, no one is like Bore Olam to understand the prayers that comes from the voices of the shofar. Only Bore Olam can understand it. No one in the world can understand it. Therefore, we are saying, the strengthening the idea that the shofar is a kind of a prayer. And with this, we can understand also the end of the bracha, shomea kol tuat amu Yisrael berachamim. What has to do rachamim here with shofar? We don't say berachamim. When you take the lulav, why here you have to say berachamim? The answer is that we have such things in the prayer. What do we say in the prayer? We are saying the prayer, Bekabel berachamim uberatzon et tfilateinu. Tfila needs rachamim to be accepted. So, the, here we, underst we understood two things in the prayer of Tfilat Shmon Esrei that has to do with the idea that the shofar is a, a kind of a prayer. With this, we will be able to understand something that causes a lot of questions against the blowing shofar. We blow shofar, miyushab, means to say, before amida, musaf, and we blow shofar in musaf, in amida, quietly, when we pray quietly, and also an chazarat hashatz, when the chazan repeats the Musaf. How can you blow shofar 
in the middle of Amida. How can you hear shofar in the middle of Amida? Are you allowed to make a break in the middle of Shmonesre? Let us say you didn't hear Parashat Shavua, or you didn't hear Parashat Zachor, and you are in the middle of the prayer of, of Amida. Can you stop Amida Shmonesre and to hear Parashat Zachor? Can you stop in the middle of the prayer and to hear uh, Parashat Ashavua? So how come we are allowed to hear the blowing of Shofar on the middle of Amidah or Shmonesre on Rosh Hashanah? Number two, how come the one who blows the Shofar allows to blow it? It's a mitzvah, very nice. Can, can, can a person who prays Shmone Amida, can he take the lulav in the middle and to shake the lulav? No. So how come he's allowed to blow the shofar in the middle of Amida? The answer to this is with the same idea that we said before, that the blowing of shofar is a prayer. So I pray, I pray Amida. I other thing in the prayer, like I'm adding in the prayer. So I'm adding my blowing of a shofar. It's a type of a prayer. So here we get an answer. How come we can stop to hear? And how come the one who blows the shofar is allowed to blow shofar? But still bothers here something. The shofar we said is a type of a prayer, praying. The machzor for Rosh Hashanah is not one page that you need to be support by a shofar. The, the, the machzor of Rosh Hashanah has around 200 pages. So why do we need another type of prayer through with the shofar? What's the purpose for? The answer to this explained Baal Betalevi. And he said, shofar can be made from a lot of the horns of animals, except from a horn of a cow. Not that it's impossible to make it. You can do. Naturally, you can do it. But it's, it, is, it will not be kosher. Explains the Gemara why. Because cow reminds us Cheta Egel. And on Rosh Hashanah, we need support from the defense and a, a shofar that will be made of a cow, he will be a prosecutor. He will remind Chetaegel. And the rule is the prosecutor cannot become the defense. So therefore, 
shofar that was made from a horn of a cow is pasul. We don't use it because of the rule the prosecutor cannot become the defense. Explains Baal Bet HaLevi. A mouth of a person on Rosh Hashanah, if we will use only our mouth, we might fall in a problem. With the mouth, we are praying to Borei Olam, we ask for Rachamim, we ask for a good year. But we have to remember this mouth during the year, how many lies this mouth said, how much Lashon Hara this mouth spoke. In other words, the mouth, if I will use my mouth only, then my mouth is a prosecutor. And we said, said Betalevi, the prosecutor cannot become the defense. So therefore, the mouth is not enough. It is true, we are doing teshuva, but still there is a speck of, of the, the, the mouth will be a prosecutor. Therefore, we are using another prayer that comes from a different place, not from the mouth. This is the shofar. Blowing the shofar, the blow comes from the heart, from the inside of the person. It doesn't come from the mouth. It passes the mouth, but it doesn't come from the mouth like talking. Because when a person talks, every letter comes from a different place in the mouth. Some letters comes from the teeth, like Z. Some letters comes from the, uh, from the throat, like, like Ha. Some letters are coming from the, from the lips. Uh, uh, pay. Some, some letters from the tongue. So all these things can become a prosecutor to the person. Therefore, we are using the shofar. And a little bit more we find in the highly Hasidic writers, the Baal Shem Ishmael, he went a little bit higher and he said that the prayer, request of a person, where the request is being born, the request is being born in the heart. It goes to the brain and the brain gives the 
order to the mouth to say it. So the beginning of a prayer is totally spirit. It's a spiritual thing. But when it comes out from the mouth, already stuck to the spirit, materialism. The body is involved here. The tongue, the palate, the teeth, the lips, but blow of a shofar is totally a spiritual thing, pure, totally pure. So therefore, we are using the another type of prayer on Rosh Hashanah that comes from the shofar, beside the prayer of the, that we pray from the Machzor of Rosh Hashanah. In the Torah, we see the Torah didn't call the holiday Rosh Hashanah. What is the word that the Torah used as the name of this holiday. It's written in Parashat Emor and also in Parashat Pinchas. The name of the day is Yom Teruah, Zichron Teruah. It's a day of a blow. But when we look in the Machzor, we see it different. We are saying on Ya'alevi Yavo on Rosh Hashanah, we don't say at Yom HaTeru'ah Hazeh. We are saying at Yom HaZikaron Hazeh. We don't say Mekadesh Yisrael ve'yom HaTeru'ah. We are saying Mekadesh Israel, Viyom Hazikaron. So, how come we are calling the day in a different name than that the Torah gave? The Torah calls it Yom Tua, and we are calling it Yom Hazikaron. How come? I wanted to say, Hidush, that based on the idea that the boys who learned with me Haggadah Pesach, we saw also the same thing by Pesach. Pesach, in the Torah, we don't have the word Pesach as the name of the holiday. We find the word Pesach, but the word Pesach refers to Korban Pesach. Pesach Hashem means Korban Pesach is for Hashem, not the holiday. The holiday on the name of the holiday in the Torah is Chag HaMatzot. But Chazal, they called it 
חג הפסח. Explained Rabbi Levi Yitzchak Mibardichev, he said that here Borei Olam is glorifying Am Yisrael, Am Yisrael glorifies Borei Olam. We call it Pesach because Pesach means Passover, Borei Olam Passover Am Yisrael, the houses of Am Yisrael. Borei Olam calls it Chag HaMatzot, Am Yisrael baked Matzot and went after him in the desert without any preparing any food. Same thing. I want to say here. Borei Olam called it Yom Teruah, a day of blowing. He praises Am Yisrael, he glorifies with Am Yisrael that they blow shofar to anoint him as the king. Am Yisrael calls it Yom Hazikaron. We glorify Borei Olam that he remembers Akedat Yitzchak and he remembers all of us to sign us for the good, for the coming, for the coming year. If I will not uh, see here the boys before Rosh Hashanah, I want to wish everyone tizku l'shanim rabot, neimot betovot, tizku betichyu, you with all your family, with all the community, together with all Beit Israel. Have a wonderful Shabbat. Regards to all your families, and hope to see you in Hashem in Eretz Israel soon. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.